At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. This is Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. To run a successful business, you need resources, valuable connections, and community recognition. Business Inspires will provide you with the tools, resources, and examples to inspire you to create the business you're envisioning. Here's Michelle Wilson, Executive Director of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Hi, this is Michelle Wilson with the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership, and I'm here this morning on the Business Inspires podcast with Andy Schmidt of Schmidt's Restaurant and Catering. Hi, Andy. Thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure to be here, Michelle. So glad to have you. It's It's been a long time coming. We've worked together for a few years, and uh, quite a few years, actually, and so glad to, to get you on this program with us this morning. So we started this podcast earlier this year to really just create a closer relationship with um, between our listeners and the businesses that are in the Tri-Village area. People know who you are, and uh, of course, Schmitz is in German Village, but you're a longtime Tri-Village resident. Is that correct? Yes, I have uh, grew up in Upper Arlington and moved away for college and um, went to Dublin for about a year or two and came back home and have been in the same house 32 years. My goodness. So did you graduate from Dublin or from Upper I Arlington? I graduated from Upper Arlington in okay. 1974. Great. That was just a blink ago. Just a blink ago. <laughs> <laughs> so we typically start this podcast out asking, what what did you want to be when you were a child? What did you want to do when you grew up? But I have a feeling your story might be a little bit different than most of our listeners. You, you might have known what you were going to do. Hmm. Or is that not the case? Well, uh, I tell you, I uh, I had a, uh, a heart to play football for the uh, Green Bay Packers. Okay. But... Uh, um, it's funny how, uh, as you get a little bit older, those things change. And so I went off to college uh, on a football scholarship and got hurt and decided that uh, the family business was calling my name. So gotcha. I, uh, I quit college and came back uh, at 19 and started working in my dad's restaurant. My goodness. And I was reading online uh, preparing for this interview today that you it started back, the Schmitz businesses started back in the 1800s, and that you were uh, one of the first businesses to have a food establishment at the Ohio State Fair, which is, of course, going on as we speak. Yes. So, and you're the, the first or, or second longest running food vendor at the Ohio State Fair. Is that correct? We are number one now. We've been at the okay. fair. This is our 103rd year. My so. goodness. My grandfather started, uh, we, we started in the meatpacking business back in 1886, and to promote our meats, um, uh, Grandpa went uh, and started a, uh, a kiosk at the Ohio State Fair, Okay. and we've been there ever since. In fact, as kids, we used to hide in the back of the station wagon so we could go <laughs> work uh, <laughs> He's using air fair. quotes, folks. Yes. <laughs> Around the work. Oh, gosh. Great fun. Yes. I think that's just, it's got to be such a, uh, had to be a tremendous childhood growing up 
around that and then and seeing where it is today and, and just the longevity and, um, you know, the amazing business vision that your grandfather had. Yes. And, and, and seeing it still thriving so strong. We're still uh, a small family business. That's very hard to believe. But I, I mean, I do believe it. I just think that it's I've seen you on the Food Network and, you know, many other uh, uh, programs and read lots of articles. And I think that's just that's really telling of what his vision was so many years ago. So, yes, that's fantastic. You wanted to be a football player. And here you are in, in the, the family business. But um, wh- what would be the best advice that you would give somebody that's perhaps starting a business or, or toiling between two different things uh, to do with their life? What would be advice what would maybe some advice that somebody gave you along the way hmm. well I, I would say that um, if I had advice for somebody I I would say go go into whatever you want to do whether it's um, being a pastor at a church or being um, uh, an owner of a business uh, go go at it wholeheartedly and understand that there's going to be uh, ups and downs um, peaks and valleys uh, and um, uh, be ready for those valleys because they're, they're, they're going to come. Um, we, we had uh, definite challenges in the restaurant business. We had as many as five restaurants in Columbus and now uh, we're down to one and a couple food trucks. Right. So, um, and, and be ready uh, and willing to kind of reinvent your business when when the time uh, comes to uh, that, you have to sure. before you close your doors. So having an open mind clearly is an, key. An open mind and being able to uh, take criticism is, I think, critical as well. Yeah. And with social media these days, there's <laughs> criticism. It comes a lot more simply um, and easily. But Social media is is both the greatest thing I think that's uh, ever happened to our society, but the scariest thing because it could put you out of business right. in a day. So having a, a, a solid business vision and, and knowing exactly where you stand and what your values are are a key to overcoming some of those negative criticisms and being able to, to keep your mind focused on that you're doing the right thing. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's a challenge every day. Um, we, um, yeah, I think that's that's exactly right. You, you've got to have a, a focus and a vision beyond your business. Right. Sure. You, your business can't run you. You need to run your business for sure. That's great advice. So a few years ago, uh, you ventured into the the food truck business, and I, I think you were uh, Schmitz was kind of right at the the beginning of that big movement of the food truck movement. Is that? fair to say that you were kind of at the beginning of that? That's right. Okay. Um, And what made you take that leap within your business? Was that a reinvention? Yes, it it, it was. Or uh, maybe it was just a a little step beyond what I thought we were, where we were going. I mean, I had a business plan at the time of opening up uh, some small footprint brick and mortar uh, Schmitz that had only... 10 or 15 seats on college campuses. And I thought that was going to uh, come to fruition. And then one night I was looking uh, or uh, listening to and seeing the Food Network um, 
and on there I saw uh, the Great American Food Truck Race. Gotcha. And <laughs> in my mind, I thought, you know, we've been in the catering business for 100 years, the fairs and festival business for a long time. This might work. And I knew that it was going to be uh, um, something that was going to stick around for a while because it is, it's been around since the stagecoach days. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. But I, you don't really think of it as, as having such a, a long history because it's, it's such a popular phenomena right now. That's right. So I, I went out to California, uh, to Los Angeles, and saw what they were doing. This is five years ago. Saw that um, what was happening in probably the, uh, the busiest food truck uh, city in America at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, came back and uh, talked my partners, uh, <laughs> my brothers, into uh, investing in our first food truck. Today, we're... Uh, we're looking at uh, a third one in August of this year. Really? To be here local? To be local. Great. The challenge is uh, how do you scale the food truck business out beyond uh, your your home city since it's such a, um, a business, a family type of business? It's, uh, you don't see many uh, multiple food trucks. Uh, in Columbus or, or or elsewhere, there's very few. And it seems as some of them have uh, have multiple locations. They've then just moved into brick and mortar, where you kind of did things in reverse of that. We did things totally the opposite, and it's worked out great for us because we kind of call them restaurants on wheels or mobile billboards. Oh yeah, uh, which uh, help to promote. Um, the Schmitz and German Village. So it's it's worked out uh, very well for uh, all of our segments of our business. Good. And having been on the forefront of that movement, what major changes have you seen within the, the just the food truck side of things since mm-hmm. you started to, to where it is today? More competition, um, location challenges? No, in fact, I see um, a lot more locations opening uh, up and willing to bring food trucks onto their property. We we go to fifty different um, corporate uh, office complexes around Columbus. And three years ago, we probably went to half that. Wow. So uh, that's great. Um, I. I also have seen um, the uh, the city uh, work hand in hand with the food truck uh, association, which has been great. And Columbus is doing doing an awesome job when it comes to licensing the food trucks and making sure that uh, they are being inspected well. And um, I think we've got. An incredible, uh, it's called COFTA, Central Ohio Food Truck Association, Mm -hmm. and they are really, really on top of um, helping schedule food trucks out in the Columbus area. Good. Wonderful. And how do you you choose locations as you're adding perhaps a third food truck uh, this month? How do you narrow down the best places to to be? Great question. (laughs) 
we're still trying to figure that okay. out. Okay. <laughs> uh, but um, we have a logistics uh, manager that does nothing but uh, book our food trucks. And they, of course, the best future of a location is is the past. And fortunately, we've, we've been to many, many different types of areas uh, like uh, the corporate offices. We we do a lot of street uh, business. Um, we pull up next to or in front of an uh, – we do a lot of Ace Hardwares where mm. they love having food trucks uh, in their parking lot because it draws eyes to their store Great. and brings cars to their parking lot. Been um, a just a, a, an overwhelming anticipation for Schmitz and, and other food trucks. Uh, sure. I, uh, I know there's some – Awesome food trucks out there that I that I haven't eaten at yet that I hope to in the future. <laughs> there are a few good ones, that's for sure. Yeah. And to build on that question, there's a lot of festivals in Columbus, Ohio, and they happen so um, it's such a condensed period of time because there's only so many warm weekends in Columbus. So lots of festivals are going on. How do you make a determination of which ones are the place for you to be and have a presence? It's a great question. We we are very unique because Schmitz has been going to fairs and festivals for, well, since the Ohio State Fair. So we have a whole division that just does fairs and festivals. And that my uh, brother John runs that division. And it seems like, and John, I hope you're listening to this, uh, it, it seems like we get the crumbs of what uh, the fairs and festivals division gives us or uh, <laughs> allows us to have. So, but there are great amount of fairs and festivals out there and special events around Columbus, Ohio that you'll see, you're seeing more and more food truck activity uh, going on there. And we try to get to uh, Schmitz is at every fair and festival that it seems from, they are from. Uh, the festivals in Grandview, uh, all the way to our first festival uh, out of uh, out of the city was the uh, Cincinnati Oktoberfest. Oh. We've been there thirty four years, and uh, the first year we were there, uh, we sold out of cream puffs in the first six hours. That's how naive we were oh my uh, for out of uh, out of city festivals. Yeah. Um, we brought a. Um, uh, a 40-foot refrigerated truck the next year. My goodness. Well, you live and learn, right? You live and learn. Yeah. yeah. And you were, uh, when you had your first truck, you did the Taste of Grandview back in the day when that was still around. And that was one of the first uh, events that you took the truck to. I remember that. So, right. uh, you know, loved having your support there. And now you do the Dig Fest every year. And uh, you guys have, there is a line beyond belief every year. I, mm. I, you just have this amazing presence, and I, I think that that's probably the case in every festival that you you go to, that that's probably like, you know, tried and true. People know exactly what they're going to get, and it's it's great product, and I think it just speaks volumes for, for what Schmitz is to this community. Well, thank you. Of course. <laughs> I speak from the heart. I'm on Bahama Mama overload at the moment because <laughs> we, did a, we did a fundraiser for my son's soccer team, and that's what we buy every year is we buy the Bahama Mamas, and we spread the wealth and give those out as gifts each year. But um, what is the next up-and-coming generation of Schmitz in the restaurant who's going to carry on the legacy? Well, I'm – my brothers and my sisters and I are fourth generation, and we have at this point in time uh, three fifth-generation 
kids working in the business now. One is working in German Village Restaurant. The other is working uh, up in our banquet facility um, above um, the restaurant in German Village. And um, uh, we have uh, Drew, who is uh, starting to head up our fairs and festivals division. Fantastic. So we're we're hand, starting to hand things over slowly. <laughs> sure. You guys are still young. We are, we are still young. <laughs> That's right. Trying to put together plans for, uh, for the next generation is both uh, exciting and challenging, for sure. And how many employees does Schmitz employ? We have uh, about 130 employees uh, in two, actually three separate business parts of our company. Okay. Is that catering? That's that's catering and food trucks, and then of course uh, the the restaurant in German Village, and then our fairs and festival. Many of them are part time because the majority of our outside work, of course, comes um, in the summertime. Sure. Uh, the food trucks, though, are out year round, and uh, thank goodness we have warm grills on on each food truck because it gets cold out there yeah it does it does but it's nice that um that in the winter there's there's still options for for people in central ohio you know that's um it's a tough place to be sometimes in the middle of winter and it's 20 below and it's nice to have those options and it sure is i i've got uh two boys one is in san diego and the uh, other one is in las vegas and uh, it looks pretty good out there uh, in the <laughs> middle of January. Uh, yeah. That could be our next food truck. Ooh, uh, there you go. You, and you, you have the, the staff to start it out there. <laughs> I drive it out myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a building staff, that's for sure. So give me the locations that people can um, find Schmitz. The, obviously, the German Village location every single day of the week. Yes, um, you have a catering facility. We do. We have. Um, we manage uh, one of the city golf courses, um, actually the largest city golf course, Raymond Memorial Golf, uh, golf Course, and it's out on Treview Road uh, on the near west side. Um, it's going to be right next to uh, the the new Metro Park, which oh, I yes. understand is. Uh, is coming uh, hopefully in 2018. Yeah, the quarries. At the quarries. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're very much looking forward to that. We, with the restaurants on wheels, we're just all over the city. So we're in seven um, suburbs in the evenings uh, from Clintonville to Worthington to, to Westerville. Um, the best way to um, find out where our food trucks and fairs and festivals division is to go on to our website and okay. which is there's an update uh, calendar there which is schmidthaus.com h a go you spell that's it H-A, that's h a u s the german haas yes okay schmidthaus.com yeah. and they can find exactly where to find that bahama mama and cream puff bahama mamas and cream puffs yes in fact this month is my favorite month for cream puffs it's um, blueberry cream puffs. Oh my goodness! I'm such a purist. I just, I can only have the original. I but mm-hmm. oh, I know they're all good. And of course, Jenny's now has uh, a cream puff ice cream, which we were down there uh, not too long ago, t- 
test tasting that and and ooh, it's <laughs> so pretty good. good. I saw a very uh, cute video w- with uh, some undercover Schmitz uh, agents walking into a Jenny's and we asking about fifth, that ice cream. Fifth generation over there uh, <laughs> snooping around. That was good. That yeah. was really smart. And um, I don't want to uh, wrap this up without talking about the upcoming Oktoberfest because that is uh, presented by Schmitz. It certainly is. Uh, The Columbus Oktoberfest is normally the third weekend in September. Great. And it's held at the the Ohio State Fairgrounds. We're uh, back in um, kind of the wildlife area, if you – if you uh, are older than 40 years old, uh, you may have fished back there and caught catfish. Oh. As a kid, I loved going back there. But it's a beautiful area. It has three large permanent, gosh, they look like wooden tents, but it's gorgeous mm-hmm. and perfect for Oktoberfest rain or shine. Great. Well, it's and it's a great event every year. So, and you guys have been involved in that for how many years? Oh, heck. Uh, my dad um, helped start the Oktoberfest in Scheller Park back in 1967. Wow. And we've been involved uh, ever since. Ever and since. The German Village Society um, was managing it for quite a few years, and they decided to hand it back off. And now we've got it in a place where I think it's going to be its home for a long time. Good. It's, it's a wonderful area. Good. Fantastic. Well, I look, for, look forward to that as I do every year. But thank you so much for joining us today. And we'll be sure to send your brother John the, the link so he can hear your comments. Great. Thanks, <laughs> Michelle. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for subscribing, downloading, and listening to Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Our innovative and active chamber is successful because of our smart and engaged members who cultivate our strong business community. With more than 60 years as an integral part of the Grandview, Upper Arlington, and Marble Cliff communities, the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership is dedicated to a single purpose, the success of the business community. You can find a link to our website in the podcast notes to learn more about the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. For information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast, our contact information is in the podcast notes. Make sure you rate and review our podcast on iTunes. That helps us spread the word about Business Inspires. Circle270media.com At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon. Or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. 
See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Tune into Haycar's new podcast series, The Road to a Simple Life. And join me, Vernon Kay, as I chat to McFly's Harry Judd, Ian Haste of Haste Kitchen, and Money Magpie's Jasmine Bertles about how they keep things simple across their family, food, and financial lives. The Road to a Simple Life is brought to you by Haycar, the new website for used cars that promise to make finding your perfect used car simpler than ever. Find us on all major podcast channels or head to haycar.co.uk forward slash simple for all of the episodes.